Can email marketing still produce better results than social media? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and my name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? Hello, my Dark Horse friends and family. Welcome back to your daily dose of converting with emails learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart or just start leveling up with some great marketing personal or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be and that's why i'm here hitting you with another daily success episode coming to you straight from dark horse hq as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day. Now, again, before we kick off, I want you to keep getting these daily success tips. So make sure you go on down there, smash that subscribe button. And while you're there, go ahead and drop us a five-star rating and leave us some kind words in the review, if you would, please. These subscribes, ratings, and reviews tell the podcast platform algorithms to give us a little kick in the pants up the charts a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So take a moment to show the love and help spread the words. I definitely appreciate you, brother. All right. So many of you have heard, I know I've heard that email marketing is dead. Look, as far as I'm concerned, don't believe the hype. I think the truth is email marketing can really be either a complete waste of your time Or you can create an effective strategy to boost the conversions, increase your visibility, drive sales, and of course, drive some um, increased brand loyalty, which we would all love. I mean, think about it for a minute, would you? Worldwide, people around this big blue spinning globe that we live on send just under 310 billion, that's billion with a B, y'all, emails every single day and i think you know what i've read these numbers keep increasing day over day over day i mean think about it 90 percent of the people on the web um have an email account and if they're like me they have multiple email accounts right you have one email account you use for personal stuff maybe you have a junk email account like i have and then you have one used for this business or that business or the other business right and then maybe you have one that you just keep for your inner inner circle right friends and family only right so 90 percent of the people that use the web have at least one email account and let's be honest how many times a day do you check that email hmm Yeah, way more than once. So again, I'll come back to say email marketing can be incredibly effective. Now, I have read reports as well that email is actually producing 40 times better results than social media, right? And and I think that's really taking on a one-to-one relationship, right? I think there's a lot more things happening on social media. So those results could be lowered by that. I have to go back and reread the study, which I'm not going to do right now because, hey, I'm talking to you. Now, now I'm, I'm, 
let's be honest here. I'm, I'm hyping all this up. Many people might prefer to conduct business email. It doesn't mean that every one of your consumers or every one of your prospects are going to open your message and even less are going to click on that link, right? So you're going to need a strategy and you're going to have a well-planned out strategy to increase your conversions and get the maximum out of the efforts that you put into your email marketing campaign. So that's why I want to drop some tips here for driving those conversions with your email marketing campaign. All right, so the first one I, I kind of uh, you know alluded to, you're gonna have to have a strategy, right? So let, let's think about this for a moment, right? You're not gonna have any or very much success with your marketing strategy unless you first have a plan, right? When it comes to email or really think about it, anything else, you're gonna have to start by defining your audience. You've heard me mention this any number of times, know your audience connect with them right who do you want to reach with these email messages uh, are you trying to reach prospects right is this a cold email campaign are you reaching out to existing customers so more of a warm email campaign is it both so now you've got to word it both ways right so once you know your audience right then you want to start building your list and you can do this any number of ways get out there on social media use opt-in forms like i have on my web page and of course reaching out to your existing clients and adding their emails to your list okay now you know who your audience is you're starting to build that list so now you're going to develop what you're going to put into it the content you need a content strategy for your list to drive conversions because you think about it right the content you would send to a cold prospect is going to be a little different than the content you're going to send to an existing customer. They're going to be like, well, your existing customers could be like, well, I already know that, Tracy. You, you just told me that yesterday. Or a brand new prospect, right, is getting introduced to you. So you want to give them the lay of the land, tell them what you're all about, okay? Um, and then is it going to be a newsletter? Are there going to be different email series, right? Are there going to be these uh, drama series? Are going to be the introduction series, right? Either way, you're going to have to create a plan and attach some goals, right? Know your numbers. Now, the next one's pretty easy. We all know about this one. It's that awesome subject line. You're gonna need to write a killer subject line. This subject line, that wonderful little 60 character space that you have available to you that everyone gets to see before they even opened your email is gonna make all the difference between them doing just that, opening it, deleting it, or potentially reporting it as spam. Now, now that could be reporting it manually or whatever tool they may have as an anti-spam filter. So your headline needs to be something that the consumer, uh, it helps them believe that there's a benefit in them opening that email or you convey um, that they'll miss out on something, right? I mean, you can have headlines that say, don't settle for da 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 right? Or you must have this for, you're about to miss out on right and steal these with the oh, this one-time savings you know you, you get what i'm saying at here um and of course there's the little things like you could throw in a customization of their first name um you know fomo is a big one that fear of missing out uh most of those headlines there i just mentioned kind of relate to that I personally also like asking intriguing questions so they don't seem so spammy, right? And they make the, the reader go, hmm, I 
curious. And to get the answer, they've got to open the email. All right, the next one I want to share with you is called the, oh, you call it the double whammy, right? What it really is, is to get more conversions on the, the same email is shortly after you send the original email, give them some time in their day to open it. And then after say eight hours, maybe 12 hours, resend the same email to those that did not open it the first time. But here's the big but. Use a different subject line. See, people are busy, right? They may pass by your initial message. Something in it didn't resonate with them. But you can increase your chances of getting that email opened on the second pass if you use a slightly different uh, subject line in the preheader. Or you it's, obviously you'll be changing the send time, right? Or you can go and wait three to five days before resending that message. And now you may be able to get them to open it now. So you send it on a Monday and then resend it to those that didn't open it on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday, all right? Um, one that a lot of people forget about is the pre-header. Now, the pre-header is, um, let me back up here, a lot of email clients will allow, maybe you're one of them, will allow you to see the first, I don't know, uh, sentence or two, 35 to 140 characters of pretext of the of preview text right so obviously you got the subject line and i know on my outlook uh, i use for one of my accounts it allows me to see about a sentence or two like i said 35 to 140 characters of the email itself so knowing this you can carefully craft a message that really maximizes the chances of getting them to completely open that email and read it for you okay i think the next one in line is a call to action I mean, if you get them to open that email, you spend all that time crafting that amazing subject line and you get that pre-header just dialed in like magic, right? And you've got this great copy, but you forgot to give them a call to action. Well, then what's the point? Hey, I got them to open the email. I got them to read it. Yeah. So did you get them to take an action? All right. So, and on top of that, let's go one step further and let's make the call to actions more personal to your consumer, your prospect that's reading your email. I would say you, but it's not about you, right? It's about them. So, you know, instead of saying buy now or click here, maybe you say something like shop the 24 hour sale or listen to this episode now. Right. Instead of saying click here to listen, you can say listen to this episode now. So something like that, it's a little more likely to drive them to click it. Oh, I do want to listen to that now. Now, the next one I think is pretty simple, but I, I want to make sure everyone hears it right for conversation. I think too many digital markers out there are overcomplicating things. Right. And, and they may have a, a, what they feel is a justifiable reason. I, I think writing copy for emails is similar to uh, writing for the web, right? It should be conversational. It should be engaging and it should be organized. All right. So, and to, to wrap all this up, right, you should have nice short paragraphs, you know, a little bit of white space in there. It should follow a logical structure that their mind can go, okay, I, I know where this is going next and then take them there. Use images uh, and emojis wherever appropriate. They help drive home a point, right? If you say something, find your superpowers, you know, use a superhero emoji or, a, a, you know, that strong arm, you know, with that fist making a muscle emoji, something like that. Uh, use images because, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And then bullets and subheadings. 
So now this is really for those folks that open that email and they just kind of scan it real fast. Imagine them on their phone and they're flicking it up with their thumb with those bullets and those headlines. They can scan and you can catch their attention and make them thumb stop, right? Right in the middle going, oh, well, wait a minute. I need to know this section, okay? So write to your audience. Think about their pain points and how you are trying to help them. But at the same time, what do we not want to be? We don't want to be spam. I mean, think about it. How many of us have the misconception that email marketing these days is all spammy and gimmicky? And there's probably lots of reasons for us to believe that. But if you're, if you're effective with it, if you're thoughtful with it, if you plan it out right, it won't be. Right now you want to do the, you want to avoid the obvious things by using free and, you know, exclamation points and all caps and in places in your subject line in the body. Uh, it's kind of a bit of a turnoff. Let's be honest. But also there's those spam filters, like I mentioned earlier, that will pick up on these things and flag your message and just drop you right into the spam folder or straight into the trash. Okay. And you might even get blacklisted. So avoid that. And a quick side note on that. If you're going through some course, or uh, coaching with someone who's telling you, hey, here's some email templates and they provide you with them. Don't just copy and paste those, okay? Rewrite them and any good coach or any good course is gonna uh, give you this advice. So be sure you're not copying and paste those because here's what happens. Uh, any number of the students do copy and paste the exact same email and the servers begin to identify that pattern, that wording pattern, and they begin to ID those emails as spam. So you're going to want to rewrite at least 50%. I would say 70 to 80%, but use those templates and then rewrite them in the language your prospect or your clients speak. And that comes to our next point, which is all about being personal. Now, the obvious ones, and I mentioned it earlier, is like obviously you can throw their name, you know, the customization uh, factors in there in the subject line and into the body. You can drop in some uh, great tips uh, as well. You know, and I think the other thing is if you're blasting the same email message to your list at the same time, don't expect to get better results, right? They're like, oh, I've read this already, all right? So let's take this one step further and begin to segment your list by where they are in their customer journey. I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Are they brand new prospects? They're just being introduced to you. Okay, so not start taking them through, you know, the, uh, the, the honeymoon phase, right? We're just getting to know each other, the dating phase. That's even better, right? Take them along that. Um, are they right about to buy, right? So now you're taking them through a different kind of series of emails. Did they just buy? Okay, now you can you can give them a whole different set of emails, right? Where are they in the awareness stage of your business, your product, your service? Uh, this is going to call for a different series of emails for you to engage them, to have a discussion with them, which I think really emails should be is a discussion. Now, don't bore them. The next one here is let's keep it simple. Let's keep it short. No one wants to read these long old emails. Now, um, you could have a long email um, periodically, you know, if it's part of the engagement process. But if you're going to be continually be too wordy, they're just going to stop opening them. That's all there is to it. Shorter emails are going to have a greater chance of landing in your uh, prospect or your recipient's 
primary email folder versus, you know, going through those spam filters and potentially landing in the trash or in the spam folder itself. So you don't trust me on this test it out. And I think the last big tip I want to leave you with here is testing, 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 testing. And even more so than just testing um, long versus short, customization versus no customization. Let's test uh, inside the same email. Let's do some A-B testing. This heading uh, versus that heading. This pre-text versus the other pre-text. As you, as you do that, you'll be able to see which which versions work, which language works best to boost your conversions by figuring out uh, which ones are resonating with your audience. So you can build those into your strategy. Use the analytics provided by any good email service provider. Collect the data on the performance and the different variations of the messages you're sending. Hey, I'm going to send an all text one versus HTML. I'm going to say no, send it with customization in their first names and without. I'm going to send it with this headline versus that headline, with this pretext versus that pretext, right? This version of an opt-in form versus that version of an opt-in form. And you, as you continue to get more and more data, you'll be able to identify the best performing combinations. Look, email marketing isn't magic, right? It's, it's all about learning to speak to them the way they want to be spoken to, the way that resonates. So email marketing is going to be part of your language. It's also going to be a big part and an important part of your marketing strategy. So if you haven't maximized your areas, uh, your efforts in this area yet, these tips here are an extra way to get going, increase your engagement, and hopefully boost some sales. All right, my dark horse friends and family, that wraps up yet another awesome yet even chilly week up here in Wisconsin um, here at the Dark Horse HQ. Now, again, like I mentioned earlier, I know you want to keep getting all these daily success tips. So be sure to go on down there and smash that subscribe button for me while you're there. Yeah, that's right. Leave those five star ratings. Drop some kind words in the reviews because like I mentioned earlier, those subscribes, ratings and reviews tell the podcast platform algorithms to give us a kick up the rankings a bit so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs like yourself. So take a moment, if you would, please, and show the love, spread the word. I definitely appreciate it. And then, hey, come on over and join us in the Facebook group, right? Go to facebook.com. In that search bar up there, type Dark Horse Tribe. And that should you should see us right there at the top. Come on and hang out with us and some other driven entrepreneurs. And as I share some more nuggets in there and answer questions personally, right? It's vibe on a more personal level. You can't seem to find us that way. Go to your favorite web browser. Go to darkhorseschooling.com backslash darkhorsetribe and that will take you right there. I definitely look forward to meeting you in the group. All right, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results and then come over to the Facebook group and let me hear about them. Until next week, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.